Hey everyone, welcome to Cool Cabana Corner. I'm Sandy Caldwell and this is episode number 42. Wow, we're getting up there. We're going to have to do something special for episode number 50, I think. Yes, we'll do something good. I don't know what, a giveaway of some sort. Maybe get some sponsors to do some giveaways as well. That would be fun. I've never done that on the podcast before. So I missed a few months, I think. March and April went by too fast for me. And it wasn't that I had um, nothing to say. I certainly did. I guess I just never put the microphone into the computer and um, started talking to you all. So I apologize for that. It has been really, really busy. I know everyone's busy. Doesn't everyone say all the time, oh, I'm so busy. It's like a contest for who's busiest. Um, But we have been busy. And mostly that busyness has come in the form of my eldest daughter, Amanda. She's in her junior year of high school. She's in the prime of her life. She's very busy. She had her first prom, which was their junior prom. And of course, that's... um, that's the bigger prom in our town. The senior prom isn't as big a deal for some reason, but she did have that. I had pictures on the blog of how lovely she looked with her boyfriend, Dan. And then one week later, she took off to Paris, France for the week for a school trip. There was a lot of um, craziness and preparation in the weeks leading up to that to make sure she had everything she needed and all the euros that she needed. and. Um, Of course, I felt like dying that she was going because, uh, well, (laughs) just because I was going to miss her. And with so much chaos in the world, it's it's hard to let her go. But I did. I didn't cry. Um, I think she might have been a little disappointed that I didn't cry. But I was really trying to just um, let her fly. We're supposed to give them wings, right? So she got her wings. She flew. She had an amazing time. I was very blessed. She texted me when she got back to the hotel room every night. So they were six hours ahead. Uh, So every every afternoon around three o'clock, I was waiting eagerly for my text messages and my photos, which she was able to send back and forth for free with the app called WhatsApp, W-H-A-T-S app. And as long as she had Wi-Fi, which she did in some of the cafes and also in um, her hotel room, she was able to text back and forth with us. So really felt like almost like I was on the trip with her. She sent me so many beautiful photos. But anyways, so and then right after that was her birthday. She turned 17. So we've been been busy as Lindsay, my middle daughter says it's seems to be the year of Amanda. So (laughs) pretty soon will be the year of Lindsay too. Anyway, so that's, um, that's all my excuses for why I haven't podcasted, I guess. So back to business. Uh, the swap happened. We had the potholder mug rug swap. And oh, such beautiful projects came out of that swap. And many of them are on the Flickr group. And I will put that group link in the show notes for today. And uh, I think everyone enjoyed it. And it's, it's everyone's, oh, thank you for organizing or whatnot. But honestly, I love organizing them because I just get such joy from seeing everyone's tweets and photos and the little ribbing we give each other about, you know, hey, have you mailed yours yet? And all that kind of stuff. So it makes it fun. It brings us closer as a community. And I think that's really important. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if there's any gentlemen listening, what do you want to do for a swap next? We'll take a couple months off and then uh, we'll put ourselves full force into some other kind of swap. It was jokingly 
suggested that we have an ugly mug rug swap because everyone's mug rugs <laughs> came out so beautiful nobody wants to use them so I was thinking maybe coasters I like to keep it to something small so I'm thinking maybe coasters or a mini quilt I don't know give me your ideas and we'll we'll get something going all right so there's so much going on right now I'm gonna go right down my list but I'm gonna stop here for one second and give you all a chance to run and get your coffee, tea, soda, water, whatever you are drinking today, wine, whatever. Um, go get that and meet me back here and I'll go get mine and we'll get going. Okay, so on my list, which is not organized in any particular order, I'll try to maybe categorize it as I go. First, I wanted to tell you some things that are going on uh, with my life in terms of arts and crafts and all that kind of stuff uh, so first of all I'm taking a sketching class called sketching the everyday by Paul Heaston on craftsy he is part of the urban sketchers movement which I didn't even know was a movement where people pack up their sketching supplies and little field watercolor kits and their soccer chairs and they head out into the world and uh, they sketch what they see. He, he seems to mainly do buildings. He's done this amazing series of sketches um, from, I think it's Bozeman, Montana. And uh, he really concentrates on the architecture of the buildings and whatnot. So when I first saw some of his sketches on Craftsy, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I could do this. So let me just first start by saying, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think I can do it yet. Let's put yet in there because it sounds better. So it was seven lessons and it was all about um, what you need to go out and start sketching and uh, some instruction on how to make these buildings come alive on the page and how to take into consideration um, perspective and um, you know, like ways to shadow things with highlights, um, like cross hatching and stuff like that. So it's been a really great class. I've posted my assignments as I've gone along. I think there were five in all. I have one more to post. And of course, I'm starting off very easy and did a little bit of watercolor. Of course, I went and spent probably a hundred bucks on supplies for this class, but I think I'm really going to enjoy it. I have two separate sketch pads one for sketching in the pencils and the other for doing watercolor and it's like a mixed media journal so the pages are a little bit heftier and um, I'm enjoying it I went out and sat in my yard yesterday and sketched the back of my house it's gonna take practice I can see this he really 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 urges you to sketch something every day so I bought a little um, pocket sketchbook just to stick in my purse and I've done a few things in that but I've not been consistent with sketching every day and I really need to do that. But it's been fun. So far I've learned a lot. I'm actually through all the lessons now, so um, I have a little more freedom to go out there and try what I want. But in addition to that, I did see that through Craftsy, he had a free ebook on um, drawing from different perspectives, one point, two point. Um, and I almost wish that I had read that book, that free ebook, it was like, I don't know, 30 pages maybe before I started the class because I think that it would have helped me determining like the horizon line of what I was trying to sketch and how to fit everything in on the page so 
If you do decide to take that class, try to find the ebook on Craftsy first and read through that because I think it will help you a lot. Okay, so next on my list, I have written down, which I'm going to jump around a little bit because this podcast can make no sense if I don't. So also, um, things that I'm working on, I am speaking on Monday night at the Seacoast Quilters Guild in Duxbury, which is about 25 minutes from my house. I'm super excited to have a chance to go speak at their guild and do a little trunk show and some question and answers. My presentation is called Mission Possible, A Quilting Journey, and it's a, a, a good presentation that is low-tech, offering inspiration to help people to go from quilting in their own home to taking it to another level, like starting a podcast, having a newsletter, starting a blog, selling patterns online, uh, blogging, um, and also submitting to magazines. So it just touches a little bit on each of those subjects, just enough to get you inspired and excited to maybe jump off and take that first step. So hopefully we can inspire some people with this lecture on Monday. And let's see, I'm also, I'm thinking about doing a beginning, I'm speaking slowly because I'm looking at my computer and it looks like something's off with the recording of the podcast. I don't know what's happening. That's kind of weird. All right. Anyways, um, I'm thinking about teaching a beginning sewing class. Abby Glassenberg has offered an ebook. I think it's $9 for how to get situated and ready to start a sewing class in your community. And she has the whole syllabus. She has the marketing materials for it. She has um, references that you can use and look at before you go to teach it. So I've contacted the community center in my na- in my town and uh, I think I'll be renting a classroom there and hopefully have a couple students in- to teach them the very basics of how to use their sewing machine. Sewing forward, sewing backward, you know, threading the machine, winding a bobbin, that kind of stuff. So I'm excited for that as well. Uh, this week on my blog, I had the great fortune to be included for the fifth time in Quiltmaker's 100 Blocks blog tour. Um, we're promoting volume 11. My block is called the Sunflower Dance Block. I think it's on page 10. It's under the applique blocks. And I also did a companion quilt to go along with that. So if you go to my blog and put in 100 blocks or just scroll down a, a post or two, you will see how I designed the block and also pictures of the companion quilt, which is in a completely different colorway and really brings a new dimension to that block. So I hope you can join us for that. We are doing a giveaway for two copies of volume 11. So one that I'll be supplying and one that Quiltmaker will be supplying. Also on my blog and on Craftsy, I have a new pattern up and it is for a mug rug. It's the Sail Away mug rug. And you can get that pattern for $2. Um, I had been having a 99 cent sale on it the first week that it went up, but um, I had to since put the price to $2 because <laughs> when you sell a pattern on Craftsy for 99 cents, I didn't realize PayPal takes a third of that, so you get a whole 66 cents. And you can't even get 66 cents out of PayPal. You can't even withdraw any money from there till it hits a dollar. So. <laughs> My 99 cent pattern had to only be for a week. I'm very sorry, but it's now at $2. Um, So I hope you'll go take a look at that if you want a a quick, fusible, fun project for summer. And I do hope to add some more uh, mug rug patterns 
to my craftsy store so take a look at that and uh, let's see I've been doing more sewing for the comic collectibles tote bags toiletry bags that kind of stuff and I'm also while Amanda was away I was working on the love notes quilt which is uh, one of the quilts from Jenny Dowen's Missouri Star quilt company that you make with charm packs and the charm pack I used had a couple little Eiffel Towers on it not as many as I originally thought I think I only have two blocks with the Eiffel Towers on them out of 35 but that's alright so I got all of the blocks for those pieced and now I'm going to be sewing those blocks into rows as soon as I get some more free time and I have my music school raffle quilt sitting here uh, all pieced it's an hourglass quilt and I have the backing fabric all purchased and washed and I just need to bind that, uh, quilt it, and then bind it. So I'll be working on that, as well as working on altering some costumes for the school because they are putting on a production of Hello Dolly. Lindsay is in that production. And they have some hemming and some taking in of some costumes. So I'll be busy working on that in the next few weeks. And Mother's Day is right around the corner. And for Mother's Day, I purchased myself, well really from Greg and the girls, but I'll say I purchased myself because I hit the submit order button, a serger and it's the same serger that Katie from Katie's Quilting Corner was speaking about on her last podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's the Brother 1034D serger and I believe it's a three, it lays down three or four threads. I don't even really know what that means yet. I've never used a serger, but I'm Looking forward to Sunday and taking it out of the box. It's been sitting on my dining room table unopened uh, for quite a few days. I'm dying to open it, but as Leah reminded me, I never get to open my presents ahead of time, so why should you open that one ahead of time? And she's right, so I will be patient and wait until Sunday when I might have the day to actually set it up and play with it. I'm really looking forward to using it because I think it will be helpful on the tote bags and the toiletry bags and I'd like to do some sewing this summer of just like some little flannel pajama pants for the girls but with a surged edge. So I'm uh, really excited about that and I'll be getting more into that as I get into the box and open it. I also ordered some thread to go along with it and coincidentally my mom also ordered the exact same serger on the same day that I did and we are going to conquer this learning curve together so really really looking forward to getting into the serger and let's see I'll say the last thing about myself I guess has to do with fitness and my Fitbit and all of that I've been trying really really hard at least on Monday Wednesday and Friday mornings to continue on with the couch to 5k program so this is my second to last week I'm in week seven and uh, although I'm almost running the amount of time the program suggests for the couch to 5k I'm really not running uh, um, I'm really not running the 5k because I'm a slow runner so although I'm running the correct amount of time I'm not hitting the distance but that's okay because I don't really want to give much more than you know say 45 minutes of my day three days a week or whatever dedicated to that plus I'm trying to lift some arm weights to get rid of those flabby arms and you know all that takes time so that's what I'm, I'm working on I've actually lost eight pounds since February so I'm very proud of that 
It has taken me probably 11 weeks to lose eight pounds, which is dreadfully slow. But um, I guess that's just how it is when when you get a little bit older and you're trying to lose the weight. It just does not want to come off. So last year I had lost 12 pounds doing the running and uh, being on the TOPS program, which is take off pounds sensibly. And I'm back to doing that as well. So it is a slow go. And I'm hoping that I can remind myself and remember from this point forward, hey, it is hard, 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 hard to get that weight off. So uh, don't be stupid and <laughs> start eating and drinking everything you want. Um, but I will say, and I'll say knock on wood, I haven't had a migraine in like two months. So I'm not sure what's going on with that, but I'm just going to go with it and take it and uh, consider it to be um, a little bit healthier equals less headaches. So, uh, and I'm trying to lose some weight because we're going to Kauai in August, uh, going heading back to Hawaii this time to the island of Kauai. So, um, you know, hopefully I can keep the weight off for that and not gain it all back then. All right. So those are all my personal updates, which just took a long time. Um, but that's okay. You guys don't have anywhere else to be, do you? Just kidding. Um, I just finished reading, if we want to talk about book reviews, I just finished reading The Boston Girl by Anita Diamant. She's the person who wrote The Red Tent, which I actually didn't read, but every time I mention this book and the author, people say, oh, she's the one who wrote The Red Tent. I guess she is. The book was good. It was about, um, it was about a grandmother telling the story of her life to her granddaughter, and um, she grew up in the North End, and, you know, obviously with the Boston setting, it's very interesting to me to read. And it was very good. Um, let me see if I just read you the description here from Amazon. It says, <clears throat> Addie Baum is the Boston girl born in 1900 to immigrant parents who were unprepared for and suspicious of America and its effect on their three daughters. Growing up in the North End, then a teeming multicultural neighborhood, Addie's intelligence and curiosity take her to a world her parents can't imagine. A world of short skirts, movies, celebrity culture, and new opportunities for women. Addie wants to finish high school and dreams of going to college. She wants a career and to find true love. 85-year-old Addie tells the story of her life to her 22-year-old granddaughter who has asked her, how did you get to be the woman you are today? She begins in 1915, the year she found her voice and made friends who would help shape the course of her life. From the one-room tenement apartment she shared with her parents and two sisters, to the library group for girls she joins at a neighborhood settlement house, to her first disastrous love affair, Addie recalls her adventures with compassion for the naive girl she was and a wicked sense of humor. So it, it's very good. I highly recommend it. Uh, let's see. It's You can get the Kindle version for $12.99 right now, so that's not too bad. Um, and it looks like it's still maybe in hardcover for $13, so uh, the Kindle edition might be the way to go with that. And that was what we were reading for my book club selection this month. And I also just picked up the book called Paddle Your Own Canoe by Nick Offerman, and he is the so, so funny Ron Swanson of Parks and Rec. Anyways, um, he's Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, and he's so, so funny. And I've been enjoying his book very much. That's about it for book reviews. 
And I don't have much in the way of magazine reviews this month either because I'm, I have been very far behind in my magazine reading other than I just look, took a quick look through McCall's Quick Quilts, but it's their March issue. But they did have an adorable, adorable jelly bean quilt. It was a big quilt with applique jelly beans all over it and also a really cute Irish shamrock quilt, which I thought was adorable as well. Um, there's actually a lot of cute projects in this magazine, so if you have it or you can get it from your library, it was the February-March issue. I've only just begun my Quilting Arts um, latest issue that I get digitally, and um, I think some of my other magazines, like I said, I just haven't gotten to them yet, so next time we'll do a little more thorough review, blah, 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 thorough review of that. So... I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I guess it's just going to be a shorter one today because I think I spoke really quickly, but I got out everything that I wanted to say. I uh, hope that you're doing well. Again, go check out the Flickr group for the mug rug potholder swap and give me your ideas for what you would like to swap next. And um, you can find me at www.quiltcabanapatterns.com. That's my website. If you are looking to find my blog, you can link to it from the website. Or you can go directly to www.quiltcabanapatterns.com forward slash blog. You can find me as Quilt Cabana on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, um, my fan page or business page is Quilt Cabana Patterns. And actually, I want to extend a really warm welcome. I've had so many new likes Um on the Facebook page so I'm not sure how that's all happening but I'm just every day I go on there's more and more people who have liked the page so I thank you very much for supporting me in that way go check out my craftsy store with all the patterns and also from my blog you can click on to my online store where I have some handy notions and my patterns as well and also oh I don't know where else can you find me that might be it oh if you need to email me so sandy 8 S-E-W-S-A-N-D-I-8 at yahoo.com. You can also reach me at Callwell, C-O-L-W-E-L-L, S is in Sandy, G is in Greg, at Comcast.net. And you can always contact me through the contact form on the website. So until next time, everybody, um, have a great time. Continue on with your projects, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.